Mulatto Estatke. And he's got loads of albums, but I've only got that collection. It's amazing. You're with Julian on the brown note. I'm so tired. I started work again, and the dream is over. And I'm so tired. I've travelled halfway across Sydney, done a day at work, and now halfway across Sydney to come to the radio. Why Tanya Plibersek should become leader of the Australian Labour Party and to do so very soon. Uh, news poll out recently said that Labour are 50-50 with the Liberal Party. Do not believe this. Now, it's so what? It's not good. They're not, they haven't got hope in hell of winning the election. The last news poll before the last election had Scott Morrison, uh, Bill Shorten on 51.5% and Scott Morrison on 48.5%, two parties preferred, and Scott Morrison won. So don't believe the hype. Um, Albanese's been falling and there's a lot of chatter about his... I've been bagging him, a brilliant guy, and sadly he would make a brilliant PM. He's just got so much empathy. But he's not, He's just not got the right tactics. This whole small target thing up against ScoMo. ScoMo will try and nurse him all the way to the election. He's got no hope of winning. So um, his latest moves aren't just to mollify anyone being scared of Labour, like with removing the franking credits policy, which I did a whole piece on. He's doing things now to shore up his leadership, like giving the environmental policy to the right wing of the party after the after Joel Fitzgibbon, one of the kings of the right wing of the party, quit. He's now given them an olive branch. That's how worried he must be. He's already counting the numbers, not on the election, on his own leadership. And that is not going to... We cannot have another Scott Morrison four years, three years, however long he wants. He's going to announce an election likely in November. Um, he will try and trade on the coronavirus. All he cares about is being re-elected. He's got nothing to offer at all. Um, but he is much weaker than everyone thinks he is. He has made a lot of enemies with things like the Chinese... Uh, trade embargoes uh, and the billions of dollars lost to the mining industry and the like um, so he, he's not liked by his own party and he's an idiot he has got no judgment at all he's just supported by an unquestioning press that will never hold him to account for anything and you can see in today's papers a lot of stories about how great the Australian economy is bouncing back to what to the recession we were in last year do you know why they're doing these stories about the, why the Australian economy is doing so wonderful? Because Scott Morrison is just about to announce the end of the boost to JobKeeper and JobSeeker payments. And he won't, doesn't want to get a backlash. So he wants to be able to go and tell everyone that the economy's rosy. It doesn't matter that it isn't because they've been saying it's rosy for the last seven years and it's gone, got worse, declined in every metric for the entire time. Anyway, I am not on board particularly with Tanya Plibersek politically but if penny wong won't stand if someone like dan andrews can't stand because these people aren't in federal politics or or in the senate or even christina Keneally, they you know i'd put these people way above tanya i don't really rate her particularly but there's a lot of reasons why she should stand one she's not anthony albanese uh two she is a clean slate and the Liberal Party keep cheating every election by removing an unpopular leader six months to a year out from election. They did it when they introduced Mike Baird, then they kicked Mike Baird and introduced Gladys Berejiklian, won both those elections. The Federal Libs did it by ditching Tony Abbott, brought in Scott Morris, uh, brought in um, 
what's his name? Malcolm Turnbull, he won an election. They booted him, brought in Scott Morrison. He won an election. It's a clean slate. But the number one reason they should bring her in is she's a well-spoken, articulate, well-presented woman. That is the biggest nightmare that Scott Morrison can face. She suddenly brings a whole new paradigm to the table. He is a naturally sexist pig and a bully, and he won't come off well against her at all. He will dance around the ring with Anthony Albanese. Tanya comes to the table immediately. We've got a whole new paradigm. People look... People still think that Scott Morrison is invincible, but he's made so many enemies. He's really not liked in his own party. And he's got terrible judgment. He will flounder from day one up against Tanya. And Tanya needs to take over. She has got the nous to do so. Uh, she's made some worrying ch- choices, uh, that whole Pledge of Allegiance thing. But I wonder now whether this is part of her raising her profile, angling for the leadership. But she needs to take it. And this is my advice to the Labour Party. Have a bloodless coup, sit Anthony down, and he's such a good guy, maybe he will go. And don't announce it. Wait until the day that Scott Morrison announces the election, and then have an announcement that Tanya is a leader of the Labour Party. He will be on the back foot from day one. All he is is a PR guy interested in press and spin, and you will kill his big day. And all he wants to do after that big day is roam around telling everyone how he was the one that did great over coronavirus. None of the scandals that have engulfed him in the past year, from the aged care debacle to robo-debt, have seemingly interested the Australian media. We need someone out there to fight him tooth and nail, and a well-spoken, articulate woman is the man for the job, because he will flounder completely. He won't know what to do. So, Tanya... Plibersek, your time has come. Become leader of the Labour Party.